Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. been saying all this time like your sort of your sort of you know take is that radiohead have broken up uh it's not my take but yeah okay a prevailing opinion well apparently according to phil selway they were planning on doing a tour in 2021 yeah they were yeah but then got cancelled that's quite recent i feel like that's too soon after like a i don't i don't think that they recorded a moonshaped pool and then went right let's call it a day I think that they had planned to get back together and Ed had planned to have finished up his tour by 2021 for his solo album and um, Tom would have been done with his anima tour stuff. And then when it hit the pandemic, I think what happened is they discussed getting back together when it was okay to get back together with people and a couple of them went, actually, not really feeling it. Um, Ed has got a second solo album on the way. Um, Phil is playing with some other musicians and then I think Tom and Johnny got a bit like frustrated with that and were like well we want to do something now we want to be creative now and that led to the birth of The Smile something that they can be you know immediately creative in you know they've released one album there's a second on the way is what they've said I'm going to see them uh, next week actually I'm really pumped Um, and uh, and um and then that's it, right? And so now, like, Ed's going to do uh, another tour. And th- there was a uh, an interview recently with, with Ed where he said, he was asked, like, are Radiohead going to go back together? You know, are they going to do some more stuff? And he said, to be honest, I don't know. I would like to, but I have to get to a place where I'm okay with it not happening. Which I think is very interesting. Um, I reckon they will. But, but we'll, get, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. I reckon they Because will. that's... That's way, that's far flung in the future. So for now, I do just have to mention 
Hello and welcome to What Is Music, a music podcast about music. <laughs> We're a podcast that focuses on discographies in their entirety, doing deep dives on one artist at a time. You join us on season four, which is called Is It Rad In Yo Head? A critical analysis of the history, cultural impact of music of Radiohead. We're going through their entire career, album by album, track by track, asking questions like, does context matter when you're listening to music? Does knowing the history of an artist affect your appreciation of their output? And this season we are, of course, asking, is it rad in your head? To be clear, we're asking, is it rad in your head in regards to the band Radiohead? Not, is it rad in your head in regards to this, the fourth season of our podcast, which is called, is it rad in your head? And which is now in your head. I'm Adam Scott Glasspool. I'm a big fan of music. Uh, I love the artistry, the emotion, and also the context that surrounds music. And with me, as always, is someone who has said they don't really care about art or talking about art or me personally. They don't often relate personally to music, but is no stranger to the concept of music. It's Lucas Way. I like things mostly in concepts more than, you know... The actual physicality the of actual it. Physicality yeah. of thing, Lovely. Yeah. And in the middle of that, we have someone who can appreciate context, art, and subject matter, and will not back down from that. It's Steve Murphy. I've also got sick abs. <laughs> you want me to start adding that into the intro? Yeah, yeah. If you okay. can, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. Just not Notice how loud a laugh from Adam that statement got. Appreciate. <laughs> He, he considers that to be so funny. And has, what was the exact phrase he used? Has sick abs. Sick abs. Six abs. What was it? Six abs. A six there we pabs. go. Uh, how you doing, guys? Are you all right? Warm. Not too bad, man. It's not as warm, though. It's not as warm, it's though, actually, better. Lucas. So your I experience is I wrong. Am, I think <laughs> I am warmer on this recording than when we recorded last week. Well, it's actually, you're actually um, wrong. It's actually physically impossible yeah. for you to be warmer, so... <laughs> How are you, Adam? Fine. We're going through the entire discography of Radiohead <laughs> to try and add to our knowledge of what music is. And today we're just going to kick back and relax and provide some deeply insightful commentary to their performance in Paris for the French music television show Nul Part Elieuse, as broadcast on the channel Canal Plus. Um, it's, I, I don't know. I have no idea what this episode will actually be called because... The the title thing will say Kid A Amnesiac in Paris, or we could say live on Null Part Elieuse, or we can say live on Canal Plus, and everybody would understand what we're talking about because this is kind of a very well-respected Radiohead live performance. Just call it Radiohead mm. Live 2021. Wait, no. Okay, I'll no. call it Radiohead Live 2021. Are you sure you want me to lock in on that? Maybe not. Okay. Radiohead <laughs> Live 2001 to Space Odyssey. Yeah. It's okay. You love it when we say 2001 because then because you then can I say a Space Odyssey. 911. Oh, okay. Oh. Weird. Inside job. Inside job, though. Um, I don't think there's Jet any need. Doesn't still beams. I don't think there's any need to dilly or indeed dally. Um, let's just mm, get right I'm on. I'm not sure, actually. Oh, okay, you've got some yeah, preamble. I'm, oh, I, I don't know. want to dilly, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. You also... you, we, we didn't discuss whether we were dally or not. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, you have the floor. Oh, um, right, so about 9-11 being an inside no, job. Okay, <laughs> no, okay, right, okay. <laughs> Are we ready? Three. Well, I'm actually sincerely Whoa. not. Okay, okay sincerely right, not ready. Click, black, Kick back into the. You had to pick up a shandy, Adam. I had to pick up my lager beer with shandy, which makes so, it a shandy. So it's it's lager beer with shandy. So it's three so it's, quarters so, 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 beer. Right. Yes, yeah, so you take a you take a beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then instead of pouring lemonade to make it a shandy, you pour, in a you shandy. pour shandy 
to make it like a a stronger shandy. It's a hard man shandy. Some might call it a lager top. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I thought you liked a lemonade top. We, which were is just a, like ninety eight percent lemonade. And there was a little bit of beer. A little bit of beer. In <laughs> we were at, we were at a barbecue at the weekend. Me and Steve and I had a, a turbo shandy, which is where you pour beer and then Pepsi Max into the same glass. Oh, <laughs> a lot general of general consensus. General Most consensus people. was surprisingly all right. Yeah. Hey, so that's like um, the the one that that makes people always go like, oh, oh no. But red wine and Coca Cola. I've tried yeah, it. This. Yeah, I prefer, it to, I prefer it to red wine. <laughs> of course you do. You're a child. <laughs> uh, also, another way that some people do a, a, a turbo shandy is a Smirnoff ice and a beer. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. That's only for bloody legends, though, isn't it? Guys, let's get on with this, because this is all stuff we can just talk over the gig with. So, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Three, two, one, play. Click. Lovely. Radiohead. So this yeah. is I mean, the start Kid A Amnesiac Kid. in Paris. Uh, it's them performing to a live audience, but it is specifically to be televised. Don't often hear chanting like so that. So this is a French Radiohead. thing. Yeah. Then. Well, that's yeah. a French thing then. To go, oh, 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 oh. I don't know. Is it? Because the end that- hullabaloo, which is in in France. Ends also with the crowd going, oh, oh, oh interesting. Oh, the exact same chant. So Would that must been be the like same a French. Year? Um, 2001? I think Hullabaloo Blue's 2002, actually. Oh, it was released in 2002. I don't know when it was filmed. Oh, um, well, something for you to immediately Google. Yeah. Kicking, off, kicking off with Morning Bell. Phil in a lovely suit. What's he got on his snare drum? Something to really deaden it, I imagine. This he, is textbook like Tom a clamp. look. This is the... Tom this York is if, look. If you were going to yeah. draw Tom York, you draw this, or you draw the goblin man that exists now. <laughs> oh, leave him alone. A lot of denim on Ed there. <laughs> I think that's, do you reckon that's why they're not getting back together? Because he's just like, he doesn't want people to take the mickey out of him looking like a goblin. No, I think, I think he, he grew up with people uh, making fun of him for looking like a goblin. And that's what made him the Tom York he is today. Yeah. Also, another counterpoint to the are they broken up point is oh, yeah. they only released the Kid A amnesiac thing like last year. So isn't it interesting that now that they're no longer a band, they're quite happy to do reissues. They'd never done one before. They did they did OK Computer and Kid A and they've never done anything else like it. But it's like a project. It's not just a reissue. They did like a whole little project around it. Which That's true. It involved some involvement from the band. Hey, to- look, I, I feel like I'm going to like you know, uh, do spoilers or whatever, but not the whole band was involved in the Kid A Amnesiac reissue. It was I know, only Ed. It was only Tom, uh, I think. Tom and Stanley. I know I know nothing about Kid Amnesiac. I mean, I know it's one thing, so I'm really interested to see what's going to happen. It's like three you know what's gonna happen? about. You know what's going to happen? It's going to get delisted from the PlayStation Store before we get to it, and we won't better watch it. That, that's the thing. That, that's, only like, that's only one part of the, the reissue. Yeah, I thought it was an album. It's it's an it's a triple album. Um, it's a book and it's a digital art exhibition, which I think sort of replaced the fact that they wanted to do an art exhibition but couldn't because of yes. the coronavirus pandemic. That and their ideas were physically impossible <laughs> and could not get oh, really? planning permission. <laughs> yeah, well, I cannot. There wait is to hear Johnny. Them. There, looking like textbook Johnny, <laughs> and there's Phil wearing a full suit. There's that very distinct guitar that I was talking about next week. (laughs) (laughs) There was a a terrible cut just then. And again, you've seen these terrible cuts. Mm -mm. 
What's going on? It's just like what? cutting to like someone else, but yeah. for like too short an amount of time that you really register it. It's just like, like I think that's because it's all done live, right? This is not edited. Oh, after so they're the cutting facts. into a vision mixer, and it's yeah, as, yeah. Okay, so it's a vision mixer situation. Exactly. I thought I thought it was a vision mix situation. Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was a vision mix yeah, situation. I it was a vision mix situation. As opposed to a bad edit, like yeah, live at Rome by Muse that we watched. Does that have bad edits? I know a lot of it's in black and white. Oh, too much black and white. I seem to there was some bad edits in that as well. Uh, this is live at Rome. Funky as fuck. Live in Rome is the one with the people in the coffins. Yeah, thing. yeah, thank you. And the guy throwing <laughs> money <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, bless them. Such big, pro- such big eds here. Ed, We're ed, probably ed, about ed, to put ed, a load ed, of money their ed, way ed, next week ed, to get tickets. So. Oh, in it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait to see okay. how much that'll cost. Ed, 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 ed. Okay, hear me out. Ed. Yeah. Mission Impossible 2, Tom Cruise. Oh, because of the hair. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if yeah. he modelled his hair on Tom Cruise, because this is 2001. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a Vanilla Sky Tom Cruise. Wait, when did... Mission Impossible 2 is also when... 2001. Uh-huh. Do you not listen to Adam's other podcast that we're now contractually obliged to talk about every episode? <laughs> uh, I do. I just didn't listen to the year. Because if I heard the year 2001, I would have said something really funny like Space is, Odyssey. Is Mission Impossible 2 not 2000? Oh, that's what I thought. I would know. Mate. Yeah, um, that's a, such a good version of Morning Bell. Uh, it feels weird talking about these the live version of these songs so much because of the way that we do our um, our our podcast and scheduling and stuff. But it makes sense because they were very focused on we're only going to play stuff from Kid A and Amnesiac. At, at is this, this point. a is this a gig or is this like a TV performance? Yes. Now, hold on. Because the <laughs> crowd feels small and subdued. Shut up, Lucas. He's playing the telly. Johnny's playing the TV. Oh, sorry. <laughs> They're now television head. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Phil's improved his posture. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Oh, oh Ed. Um, yeah, it's... it's, it's the people do this. They do like like live at the BBC, one night at the BBC, yeah, so, right? But it is yeah. one of those sorts yeah, of gigs. It's one of those. It's yeah. not where they've just filmed a gig of theirs. No, absolutely not. No, they didn't do anything like that for Kid A or Amnesiac. Although, interestingly, right. I don't know if you guys have clocked the dates on this. You can see it on the screen. This was recorded on the twenty eighth of April, two thousand and one. This is before Amnesiac had even come out. Oh. Um, so this is kind of them doing. Uh, I, I know we finished up our Amnesiac coverage last week. But this is actually recorded before any of the stuff that we talked about last week. This is like this is how they were playing stuff on the Kid A tour, I suppose. Messing with the timeline again. Messing with the timeline. Oh, oh look at that face. The base base face. face. That base Colin. face is disgusting. I mean, if you're going to do a base face, it's to the national anthem, right? Um, what's Johnny doing now? I mean, he's always doing something insane. He's on the like Ons just... Martino while he plays the TV. He's got his foot on something, isn't he? Oh, that's part of the. Ons that's Martin, part of the Ons Martin, I think. Yeah. Uh, just an oh, Tom loves oh, it. Oh, smiling. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird thing to see. Uh, we should. Uh, nice. I just want to remind you, if you're listening to this in headphones, Ed is on the left, Johnny's on the right. So if you ever wondered what each one of them is doing, just li- separate so you can hear. Oh, right, so Ed's, Ed's on my left ear right now. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. I've got it in the right. Well, no, that's Johnny on the Ondes. Oh. Yeah, that lower. It's because it, right. it cut. Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, it must take a lot of uh, concentration to actually make this appear as loose as it sounds. Does that make sense? They have to be very locked in with each other. There has to be a lot of communication, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is the first time I've seen Tom York with a with a uh, an ear monitor in his ear. Yes, that's true. Fucking sellouts. Oh. oh. Here we go. The we have the horns has come out. We have the horns on this version uh, because it's TV. It tr- they can uh, afford to, you know, bring in additional musicians. But they weren't trombones, I don't think. Well, they must have been in there somewhere. I'm thinking of the performance I, that you posted of them on SNL. That has all of them. Trombone. Yeah, that has a bunch. Oh, of here stuff. we go. Yeah. Yeah. Did there they do go. sketches like... on SNL? No, unfortunately yeah, not. Did, not involved. did they do some silly sketches? <laughs> they save that for around the In Rainbows time when they do their own silly sketches. They do, do actually? A, they do a spoof of the movie Seven. Wait, you're not joking? <laughs> no, I'm not joking. They oh do my a, God. They do a spoof so of the movie Seven. So excited to see that. <laughs> I should point out that there is a lot more brass than I initially saw. There's yeah, a whole yeah, yeah. bloody orchestra. <laughs> I love these tuning of the TV and what he's got is the footy. Yeah, he's yeah, a good lad. He's a good lad, isn't he? He's a good lad. So that we should say that he's using the TV in to replace what he would usually do with the radio here. Yeah. And nowadays he just like gets Spotify out and hits shuffle. That's right. Yeah. On, just on, flicks through, a, spit, flicks through his like for you page. That's, well, I've that's, heard what they're going to do on the next tour um, is he's going to um, pick random episodes of this podcast. Uh-huh. Nice, <laughs> and it will we'll be all over the national anthem. I've heard. Well, you could also scroll happen. through TikToks and just get bits of each one, just like yeah, Chrissy Wake, and then he scripts through and he goes to the next one. Oh, that would be yeah. good. Yeah, and it's all the it's all the memes we're all familiar with, you know. This is very stressful. It's very stressful, but it's it's it seems way more of an event because of the all, yeah. the, the all the all the horns. Well, this is primarily a promotional opportunity, right? Yeah, like this. This is this is going out on French TV to promote the fact that they have an album out, rather than a gig for paying customers. Right. Although I imagine the customers were paying. No, I don't think so. I think it would be like, "Hey, do you want to come see Radiohead live? We've got free tickets. You enter into a ballot thing." No. Like the Manics thing when they played live at St David's Hall, you could enter into a ballot to get tickets. This is very cool to see the uh, the brass live. Miss times the jump on that one. Nearly come over too. That's fine. It's all part of it, isn't it? It's all part of it. It's all part. <laughs> Johnny's of now it. got to turn off of the telly at the end of the track. <laughs> do you think he? Do you think they rolled it out like at school on those yeah. big, like that big thing, the big wooden TV yeah. on the trolley? Yeah. Oh, Lucas, do you know what this is? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I know it, as I I recognise. Could it. you I'm tell me the? Could you tell me the title of the song and the album that it's from, though? You get, again, fifty-fifty chance on the album. Amnesia. Bang on. Yeah, and it is. <laughs> Come back to me. Oh, he's just saying the lyrics. I, I can't understand what he's saying. He just said the line. It was perfect. <laughs> perfect time. Like, I wonder what me. this song's called. And he went, You had whose army. <laughs> you and so, whose army? Well done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I only got that because I understood you saying it, not him saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so what's just been revealed to me is when I said that whole thing about, oh, Ed's in the left, Johnny's in the right. That's how it always is. 
they've swapped them for this gig. I was good. I did yeah. think. Okay. That so yeah, Johnny's in the left. Ed's on the right. And then as soon as so we finish this commentary, ignore that because it never happens like that again. <laughs> so we're hearing what like stage right and stage. Yeah. Left. So we're hearing what Tom <laughs> and the band hears. Yeah. Um, usually yeah. you would hear what the crowd hear. Yeah, I suppose so. Do you think they do click tracks? I mean, they might, if they've got in-ear monitors, they've obviously got click tracks. But for they Radiohead, don't. that seems like a nonsense thing to have. They don't. They don't have click tracks. Then what's the point of the in-ear monitor? Isn't the primary use of an in-ear monitor to keep you in, in time? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The, the, the in-ear monitor is to get clearer sound. Um, oh, okay. It was only so later. it's just like having your monitor in front of you, but it's just a much clearer version of that. Yeah, exactly, which they found they aid. needed more on this tour because they were moving around more. Tom is never. Tom isn't in front of his monitors anymore. He's mm. over by the piano now. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Radiohead also have in-ear monitors like the likes of sort of Britney and people like that, where it's got someone going amped and verse and jump yes, and they like do. telling yeah. them the dance moves uh-huh. and yeah. like all the all the choreography they've got to do. Flail well. around like you're being stung by bees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the other reason he's got an in-ear monitor for when he runs out into the, the, the middle of the crowd on yeah. the runway to do the guitar solos. Yeah, when he does the guitar solo, but also so he can, he, he, he has the mic in his hand and then for the big lines in Morning Bell, he'll point it at the crowd and they'll all go yeah. where'd you park the car like that no. like yeah it's like a call and response thing yeah but but actually that's someone actually asking the, a question to them yeah someone is actually <laughs> confused about you know where where they managed to leave their vehicle when they got yes. to the stadium gigs that they regularly play six nights at Wembley Stadium Radiohead last year so yeah wow incredible um it, now you've <laughs> now you've mentioned that Ed's on the right in mm. my right ear and he's on the left of the stage. It's really off-putting. It's weird, isn't it? it yeah, it's yeah. weird. I'll tell you what. Uh, there's a, there's take a your headphones off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Turn them round. So you could just do that, <laughs> Lovely. Oh. <laughs> We're back oh, no. on it, boys. Oh, they feel <laughs> well, weird. Yeah, it feels I don't like how they feel on odd. my head. I've oh, obviously, sound... on this side of my face tuned out this cable touching me on my neck right like yeah well now oh, hey. you're speaking backwards in my a, a song yeah. that we haven't heard live before Steve's uh, Steve's back. Steve couldn't handle that steve couldn't handle back. it <laughs> it wasn't designed for my ears that way to be fair it's quite annoying it is uncomfortable steve the other option is you could flip your screen mirror it mm. <laughs> you could flip the screen yeah there's keyboard shortcuts what? for that Hold on. No, there's keyboard shortcuts. You can do all oh, this. Turned, no, you turned it upside down now. Now we're looking at you upside down. Oh, now I'm upside down. Yeah. Hold on. Now, if I put if I put the earphones back the other way again, there are there are shortcuts to do that. Ed's oh. got a ripping guitar part there. Oh, F four. It's packed, it's packed like sardines in a crushed tin box. Thank you. I was trying to work packed, it out. Crushed. And isn't oh, so that when you say it's a song we haven't heard yet, you don't mean it's not off of any of the albums. I said we haven't heard live song. yet. Right, sorry. That's interesting, sorry. Steve. Like, they, they are a full minute into the song, and you were like, okay, now you've said the title, I recognise it. I still now, don't. I mean, now, I mean, we were doing all the business about the, head, the headphones. <laughs> but, and the... I mean, very different to the recorded version. Yeah. Now I can hear his vocals, I can hear the lines. But it is, it doesn't have the... A little tin can that's being played. Yeah, they've put... Um, I mean, we've said this a lot on the Kid Amnesiac episodes about the live stuff. They've put all the humanity back into it, you know? Yeah, it's a song. Yeah, maybe that's why I prefer <laughs> the album versions. 
because it's got the humanity removed. And then yeah. obviously, Steve, <laughs> you prefer, maybe prefer the live versions because it's human and not robot yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. And I, as always on this podcast and directly in the middle between the two of you, that's how yeah, this that's podcast definitely always, the yeah, 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 that's, that's definitely the, the role. Yeah, I'm, the I'm the normal person. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the normie. <laughs> Everybody listens to music the way I listen to music. <laughs> Everybody should listen to music the way I listen to music. I'm like an uber human. Oh, I'm the person God. that Nietzsche talked about in Thus Spake Zarathustra. Wait, is in like... You've got a second job. You don't, yeah. You've only just got a car. You can't be doing that long. Okay, I'm confused now. Maybe no, it's, it's the good. gin, but I'm I'm very confused. No, it's really good. Is it good? Yeah. Is it, I'll yeah, take your word good. for it. I'm just going to listen to this yeah, yeah. song. I'll take your word okay. for it. <laughs> uh, I'm, um, I'm enjoying uh, Tom smiling so much and having a great time. He's a, he's a fun boy now. He's a fun boy. He's a fun boy. Yeah. He's a fun boy. He's, uh, he's, he's, the thing is, right, is he, he said genuinely, as soon as he had a child, as soon as he had a son, his whole life changed and he just eased up on everything. And this is, has, post, he, has he had it at this yeah, point? Yeah, post. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is post Tom having a son. So everything in his life is just like hunky dory now. From, from this point onwards, you see a much, much happier, more relaxed, more open Tom York. And it's, Lovely. That's nice. Yeah. Dollars and cents. He's not with his... Dollars and cents. He's not with his... The the mother of his child anymore, right? Because I remember you saying he was dating a model. Uh, We can talk about that when it comes up. Okay. Yeah. I don't don't want to spoil any delicious context for you guys, you know? Mm. Yeah. I'm quite happy for you to listen to any of the albums, like, going forward. Very much the opposite to Lucas in that way. Yeah. Dollars and cents. I so do this... not associate the colour green with dollars and cents. Even it's though the colour of the dollar. Yeah, but I associate it with red. And I, because think I associate most because... of the albums with songs with red because of the album cover. Is also that what because it is? the US dollar is like caked in blood. Oh, because Lucas, of the, yes. Because yeah. of the military industrial complex. Why do you save all of this for the commentaries? This no one's listening to this. Analytical content. Incredible. Adam, Incredible. I've told you, I can pretend anal- analyse. Well, do that easy. then. That's all I'm I, doing, Lucas. I, I don't believe any of the shit first. I say. I, I don't believe a, a single word of it. I didn't believe a word of my dissertation. <laughs> did I get a first? Of course I fucking did. <laughs> I just pandered to the academics. I thought it was all a load of absolute bollocks. We said we'd swap dissertations. We still haven't done that. Oh, yeah. We should do that. Mine's not very good. That's the thing. It is mine, but yeah. oh, great! Okay, cool. And what about Steve? Steve, you got a dissertation you want to send us? Or no, I just didn't. didn't uh, the great didn't unwashed, uneducated yeah. pleb, absolute pleb. Unlike us, lefty, woke, mm-hmm. overeducated mm. Oxbridge. You know. Well, I actually have some interesting news for you guys. Uh, recently, I got red pilled. What so, context? That's what? interesting, what? isn't it? What? I Elaborate? Yeah. Huh? Have you guys never heard of red pilling? Well, I know the expression in the in the the awful. I know the expression in the Matrix sense. Sure. I know the expression in the awful sense. I don't yeah, know what so it I'm is. Yeah, I'm talking as about a, the latter. Yeah. I don't know what it is as a verb though. No, I. What yeah. does someone do to red pill you? Oh, they've just talked to me about how you know, like women run the world, and how we're all being kept down by ethnic minorities and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay. So someone give is is is. 
spouting they red pill nonsense. Yeah, yeah, at they, you. yeah, they red pilled me. That yeah. is a verb, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, who was this person? Name and shame them. No, no, no. I, his, I'm fully. I'm yeah. I'm I'm fully like involved in it. Like, oh, I'm, sorry. When you yeah. say you've been yeah, red pilled, yeah. yeah, you no, don't yeah, mean yeah. someone was doing it. You mean you no. are now fully on the side? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. I've been following sure the, the Alex Jones trial and just been like, mm-hmm. that guy's got a lot of good points, actually. I'm not sure I believe you. Yeah. Is it because me and Steve revealed um, the existence of that bloke to you the other day, uh, whose name I've already forgotten? Andrew, Andrew Tate. Tate. Yeah. And now you've like, because so you, you'd, you'd, you'd not heard of him. So you Googled him, you looked him up and you were like, yeah. oh, shit. After I've, Lucas specifically my, told you not I've to. I finally this found my, someone uh, that aligns with my values. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> After I literally said, Adam, stay in ignorance about this one. Just don't yeah. bother looking him up. It's, you're better off not knowing. Yeah. That you went, no, Jones I'm going to go thing. into it and I'm going to get really fucking into it. Jokes aside, Ale- what, a, what, a, what, a, what a Wally that guy is. What a silly well, man. Yeah. What a jerk. Such a silly, <laughs> silly man. That Alex Jones trial was insane. I love like, that. said, trial. by the way, we, we have your entire phone. But there must be some people that are like, even though he's like now admitting, oh, actually, you know, Sandy Hook did happen. There's, there'll be so many people like, oh, they've got to him. I'm out of the loop here. What's going on with Alex Jones? We don't want to take up a grand portion of this podcast talking about the Alex (laughs) Jones trial, do we? No. What is he? Is there? Is it not very likely he's going to return for the the third entry into the snowman? The snowman. Yeah, yeah, I think you're thinking of Alex Jones. That's (laughs) Alex Jones. But (laughs) Uh, I, I want to put something out there, right? On uh, on the episode that comes out next week, we didn't spend very much time talking about dollars and cents. On the episode for Amnesiac itself, we didn't talk very much about dollars and cents. On this episode, we've talked about Alex Jones instead. <laughs> Is dollars and cents bad? Or, it's, it's or what? Just absolute, it's just absolutely fine at best, isn't it? Oh, really? Is it that? Because I quite like it. But is it just... It's a bit indistinct, I suppose, isn't it? He was sued for a lot of dollars and cents. If that helps. So can, are you not going to tell me? Do I have to like look it up? Yeah, you're going to have to look it up. I'm not talking about Alex Jones anymore on this podcast. Also, Especially not on? when this beautiful song is playing. Because it just started. It's just Tom on a, on, a, on an acoustic guitar there. And you can hear Johnny on the Ons Martineau. But wait, that sounds like the sound of more than one Ons Martineau. I hear you <laughs> screaming at me. And that's because it is more than one Ons Martineau, Lucas. Calm down. <laughs> Who's playing the second? I think there's like three or four. They have like a, a little orchestra of Ons Martino. Are you telling us this is it? Look, there they are. Look at that. Yeah. There's Johnny. I love that. <laughs> he loves it so much that he was like, why not three I mean, more? I mean, yeah, this must be all of the Ons Martino in the world at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, there can't be many more of them. <laughs> oh, this song, though. This song, though. Um, I've had some gin, so uh, who knows? Who, who knows how this will go? But this song often uh, brings me to to tears. Um, Good, because it's so shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's it's, heard- it's how to disappear completely. We should say. Yeah, I just oh, heard yeah. in my head, just imagining like over all this, and then suddenly Phil just comes in with. It's like really big drums. Interestingly, right, I think this version, I think it has no drums at all. 
Because, of course, the recorded version did. And the version that we saw on the Kid A tour did. It was kind of like a full band version. I think this version is just Tom and a bunch of Ons Martinos. Phil I would say that that's... Little, Phil goes for a little wee. Yeah, you get yeah. a little break. You get a little break. I'd say that's to put more emphasis on the, the thing they're doing, right? The thing they're doing is lots of Ons Martinos. Yeah, but they didn't have... Um, they didn't have the national anthem be just Tom and the horns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine if it was. <laughs> they're, they're all the extras. That's an incredible sound. Yeah, that sounds good, doesn't it? Um, very it looks eerie. like just some, some people they got off the street. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very nice. You're saying they all look homeless? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but just people like, could you could you roughly play a keyboard? Passing yes. By, yeah. Well, then you could probably play the odds of Martino. In you come. Well, they went to like the local church and the lady that's on the piano. Just you <laughs> come on. It's almost the sound of a theremin, isn't it? Well, that's what yeah. I was going to say. It, it almost it's almost like a a piano theremin, isn't it? Yeah. Although I'm not seeing any of them press any of the keys. That's because they're the... playing it with the ring pull. Oh, I thought you did both. No. So the ring pull, there's a set of keys just beneath the normal keys. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I just saw someone's hand on it. Yeah. But it also has a touch of the organ as well. I love a little touch of the organ. Oh. Sometimes I do that to wake up, just give a little touch of the organ. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Should I stop drinking <laughs> the gin? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, pour another. more of the gin. Pour another, I reckon. Have more of the gin. <laughs> Let's make this the gin episode, the infamous gin episode that got cancelled. Oh, see, <laughs> it's annoying the that, other side of these stupid jokes. We should get that printed jokes. on like a cushion that you'd put in your living room, just says "ginfamous." The ginfamous episode. Yeah. yeah, let the fun be gin. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't even change the spelling of the word. You wouldn't even know that it's different. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It would still just say begin, and you would have to point out to people that that actually that that said gin, that the said begin, gin, yeah, like the drink gin, yeah, gin dependent woman, which is really sad. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's, that's on little placards that people yeah. put in their kitchen. What about live laugh gin? Is that good? <laughs> what was the one I sent you? I bet uh, it's that I sent there. you one the other day, Googling Steve, it. about wine, didn't I? Yeah, it's like it's five o'clock somewhere, or waiting for five o'clock. Live, yeah, that laugh, was it. It was, it, was, it was a TikTok woman literally just like, it was yep. just like a montage of her standing in her kitchen staring at a glass of wine, just waiting for five o'clock. Because wine o'clock! You can buy Live Laugh Gin. Can you? Placard. Amazing. Yeah. We must. Yeah, that's all it says. A little kit underneath it, though. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Okay, for context there. They just hit the D D shape chord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that bit in the song, and it's uh, incredible. And the Ons Martino are kicking off as and well. And then you get the the atonal sort of bit, and then here comes the next D shape, which is just the best bit in any music ever. Saddest of all keys, isn't it? D minor. Yeah, that's true. What's this one called? <laughs> Touch of the organ. <laughs> I mean, that's a good film. Yes, it's a what, good film. Spinal Tap. Mm. Me and Steve talked about it at the weekend, didn't we? And I said that uh, I did Desert Island. Like we we're talking in the office, and someone did the whole like, if you get any three films, 
on a desert island, and one of my picks was, was Final Tap. Only three. If you could only have three forever. The interesting thing about that question, right, and I'm obviously going to shove it up its own ass, yeah, uh, is... Is the question like, what are your three favourite films? Or is the question, what three films would you take to a desert island? Because I would only take films that would cheer me up to a desert island. Well, that's the thing. I I went for, I'd want one pure comedy. Right. And and what comedy will never not be funny? It's Spinal Tap. Yes. I'd I'd take Castaway. (laughs) Because Um, there's a lot of good tips. I'd take the first (laughs) season of Lost. Robinson Crusoe. Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. (laughs) Done. I misunderstood the assignment. It's my desert <laughs> island films. Those are your desert island films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, I might be wrong. We've got a riff going uh, on. A little bit pogo-y jumpy from Colin there. Lovely. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, that's um, it, What it, were your other two, Lucas? I honestly can't remember. I think, okay, I think, one, of them, I think one of them is Interstellar because... That's not a fun movie. Yeah, but I that's, love that that's movie. That's almost just, a bit of a desert island movie. Yeah, but I'll just get in into way. it. If I, oh, mate, I, I wanted one film that I'll just get in, you know. Yeah, bit, an escapist big. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, big old escapist film. So it's definitely Interstellar. There was definitely Spinal Tap, and I don't remember what the third was. But he's trapped away from his family, which is exactly what you are. Is, how, are you is watching, discs how are you watching these? Well, on a little if, coconut TV. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 While his monkey butler brings you something. <laughs> Preloaded with the films, or... Yeah. Okay, right. Interesting. Um, it only, I only just realised that there's like a crest, like a fancy royal crest at the top of the stage. Like, yeah. it's, got the little, it's got the little bear in it. Yeah, that's the Radiohead crest that they used around oh, this time. Oh God. Yeah, it's cool. That's very Queen. Uh, one thing that we definitely know from these live shows and from uh, the live album that we cover next week, Tom loves the tambourine. Absolutely loves the tambourine. If he's got nothing he's, to do, give him a give him a little tambourine. He's just like Liam Gallagher in that way. He is. He's yeah, just he's exactly like Liam the same. Yeah. He's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. like Liam Gallagher. Um, I can really hear the bass on this version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, it's yeah. so oh, jazzy! Yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> they're um, they're such a uh, they're such a weird little live band, I think, and I can't even really like elaborate on that. But they're everything they do is so like this is so much spikier than it is on the record. Um, yeah, spikier and spicier, and I don't know if you know what that means. Spikesier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. It's just got a bit of more of a an edge to it. Like it, it not that it could go wrong. But it's, it's like a bit more sinister. Having your pasta al dente, it's got a bit of bite to it. Oh, know? that's such a good way of putting it. Yeah, it's yeah. got a little bit of it's a little bit of something, a little bit of crunch. Yeah, yeah, and you can't really tell what it is, and it, and it's different to like, it's different to Mannix and Muse and Billie Eilish, which are very like. Straight down the middle of the road, we're going to play the song sometimes with backing tracks. Like, this has got a bit of... There's a bit of tension here. There's there's something going on, you know? And that's why you responded uh, more positively to the Hullabaloo show, because right. there was more there was more spice there's, to it. Yeah, there's something. There's, there's a, a chance that it could all go wrong. This genuinely feels like it could go wrong at any minute. 
as opposed to choreographed dancers. Right, exactly. And people there throwing money and people in the, coffins and stuff. <laughs> all the instruments just cut out. I mean, Adam, we're going to be going to get tickets to them quite soon and uh, there will be dancers. Do you think they're going to double props. down on that? Because I've I heard lo- more of the album than you have and I'm not yeah, convinced. Okay, I know. By Fair 100%. Enough. Be, there careful. Will be, be careful. Yeah, there will be a load of people running on in those there masks. Will be, uh, I would be oh, so surprised course, if they yeah. have no other performers on stage other than the four of them. Something that has to be taken into account is, and I saw this at Glastonbury this year, budgets for everything have gone down in the wake of the pandemic. They may not have the budget to do a a show of the similar size. Why though? Because if the gig ticket's the same and... Which they aren't. They're way, 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 way more expensive. Exactly. So if the gig tickets are more expensive, like but relative like with inflation to the mm. last tour, then why is could is the budget then essentially not the same? Uh because they want to maximize profits. Their profit not, margins are higher yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. trying to make up all the money they didn't make. So there's a weird cut as we cut from I might be wrong into knives out. What song did they cut? Uh they didn't cut yeah. a song. After I might be wrong, they all talked to each other and went, This is actually really shit. Shall we shall we leave? Um and they did. Oh. They walked off stage and said, right, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to retake all of the songs again. We're going to start the gig again. Because what we've watched so far is one gig. It's them playing a bunch of songs in a row. And then they started from... What did they start with? National Anthem. Um, National Anthem. I don't think they did. (laughs) No, they didn't. That was second. Morning Bell. Um, So so they went all the way back to Morning Bell again and then did Morning Bell, National Anthem, You and Who's Army, Pat Like Sardines, Dollars and Sets, How Disappear Completely, and I Might Be Wrong again. They did second takes of all of them. And then what? this and now we're picking up from the second lot again. So we so we saw the video of the first lot. No, we saw some of the first and some of the second. It just I might be wrong, they picked the first take instead of the second. I thought this was live. Imagine being in that crowd. It, it, it was um, until a- they went, We think this is shit. We're gonna start again. <laughs> Imagine a, oh. a you get to see those songs twice, which is quite fun, but also be like, it's quite tedious actually. Mm. So the set list, as we're gonna see it, is fifth uh, is is fourteen songs long, I believe. The actual recording was twenty two songs long. They did Pyramid Song. Spoilers for the fact that they play Pyramid Song. That they, they did Pyramid Song three times that night. They didn't feel like they got it right on the first or the second go round, uh, so they did it a third time at the end. That's that's very surprising. I mean, a for the people in the audience, that'd really make you feel a lot more like you're at a TV taping yeah. kind of gig. But b right. as a band okay. who's like, we'll do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live all the, the time. The Bill O'Reilly of bands, yeah, yeah. To to then like be like, oh, we're gonna redo a take because we weren't happy with it is surprisingly off-brand it is yeah but i suppose with the opportunity to do so they they went ahead and did it Um, right so i got confused with what you meant by live on tv this was was not being broadcast live yeah 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 Yeah. got you we should also talk about how great knives out sounds i mean it sounds great because it's a great song it's a great song and yeah no, no, no surprises. Because <laughs> uh, that's a song. No Boy surprises. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Because it's Best a live is the commentary. take, we can't cut any of that. <laughs> because it's a live take on the record, the live take sounds really good uh, when it's live. Do you know what I mean? No, oh, that's, that's surprising. <laughs> oh, oh god. Um. So, so yeah, uh, yeah. The fact that it's live on the album means it already sounded great live. I guess they didn't have to restructure anything for this. For it to sound as good as it does, I suppose. It sounds very. Um, I'm sorry, I'm crying. Uh, this is, oh, I'm sorry, Steve. Very... I didn't mean to affect you in such a way. You'd reminded me of something terrible. Oh no! Um, is it the thing you mentioned on the next episode? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! We did... yeah. Was it me who said that we shouldn't reference the next episode? Just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. Do you know? Is it the thing you said on the next episode? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you do you know who said that we should definitely refer to the next episode? Doctor Dre. He did. Yeah. yeah. He, did. he did. He did. He said, "Hold up." <laughs> he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. A real oh. moody cut with uh in limbo here a song that i would describe as the opposite of knives out would you i wouldn't opposite of knives out is like spoons in (laughs) 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 yeah Yeah, i mean it's a good shout actually is the opposite of a knife a spoon yeah i reckon so they're both cutlery yeah but i think (laughs) <laughs> is the opposite of an is the opposite what, an of a knife not something. not no is the opposite of a knife not the thing the knife would cut? Oh, mm. that's very deep. My enemies, yes, oh, these wow. enemies, wow. Mm. which are exclusively potatoes. It's the only thing Steve cuts. It's the only thing you cut, and it's the only thing you hate. Because wow. I don't only eat chips. I don't know what this. What Just I'm to doing. get off this pointless conversation. Uh, Coldplay are touring oh. right, right now. Or doing Coldplay are doing like a tour right now or something. Yeah. I believe slipped under my radar because they. Didn't this is this fucking... is the mad tour we were talking about where they did like they've done six nights at Wembley Stadium. Like they're nice. building up to that. It's crazy. So I've seen that there that there's this whole thing with the floor powers the thing and there's a the lot of kinetic people, dance. A lot, a lot of yeah. wrong stuff saying it's powering the whole gig, which. It's not. It's not powering the whole thing. It's it's part of a thing. They also have stationary bikes that people can pedal that will power the gig. But it is essentially a carbon neutral tour. Yeah. I don't believe that for a second. Oh, it is. The, 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 a big deal has been made out of the fact that they are carbon neutral for this tour, which is why they're doing a lot of gigs in one place rather than traveling around a lot. The amount of energy generated from those kinetic pads cannot be enough to offset the fucking trucks and the planes and no, the everything but, but and the production the, of building the assets. But other know? stuff that they're doing is, I suppose. Like what? What? I don't know. I've not read the report. But well, I want to know what the other stuff is. They published a what? whole report. Are they that built is like a load of wind farms? From... Yeah, maybe. Maybe they or are. Are they buying? Or are they buying maybe green? They have actually. Or are they paying for green credits, which doesn't count? Is it weird to you that? Um... Coldplay are now doing what Muse should be doing, but better. Being a live, being a live band, just no, because they're not band. a live band. Because they're like oh, even yeah, even Chris Martin's vocals on Clocks are pre-recorded. It's mad, isn't it? But they've done a concept album about a solar system that they made up. 
Yeah, I know that is mental, isn't it? it and doesn't each seem... song takes place on a different planet, and like that seems like what Muse should be doing, right? No, yeah. they'd rather do a concept <clears throat> album about the Matrix. Yes, and the Willy or, of the People, or the Willy of the mm. People. Yes. <laughs> if hey. anyone asks me, yeah, what? Um, oh, you've got a podcast. What sort of stuff do you talk about? I'm just going to play that one little clip of you of of you going. Is a spoon the opposite of a knife? <laughs> and I think that would just sum us up. That would be as weird I mean, as uh, Lucas's wife showing uh, the person that she's definitely not cheating on him with uh, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 Christmas episode of our podcast as like some kind of pinnacle of the podcasting that Honestly, we've managed. She is so proud of that episode. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> she is so proud of us for that episode, the first Christmas episode. Not even the Muse Christmas episode, and she likes Muse. She does not like Matt. It's purely the 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 silliness. The silliness, yeah, sure. Which I think is what people like about these episodes, right? Let's spend this episode talking about our podcast. All right. Mm. A little behind the scenes right. sort of... Oh, have you uh, had your check through this month yet? No, because you, you know I haven't, because you keep threatening me with the checks that you dish out to us. Well... All right, okay, I'll rephrase the question. Do would you, you want like to have your, your check yeah. this month? Yes, I would. What do I have right. to do this month? Right, right. Well, you know what you have to do, right? I told oh, you to Lucas, do it this episode. I don't episode. want to. I don't want to. I told to, you to do it this episode, and you were I like, do. I don't, come on, I we're going to get cancelled. Like yeah, the Me Too movement, even though it's like quieting down a little bit, <laughs> it's still case. very much out there. You know. This isn't where you thought this uh, little skit <laughs> was going, is it, Adam? Yes, sand. Yeah, yeah, yes. Sand. Hey, In Limbo sounded cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys are watching along at home, but I believe you'll agree that it sounded cool. And now it's one of our collective... I want to say it's kind of one of our collective favourite songs that we've heard from Radiohead uh, so far. Is this um, one of the two that have similar names? Do they have similar names or do they have similar vibes? What, What are you talking about? What's this song called? This is called Pyramid Song. Okay, it's neither of the ones I was thinking. Excellent, excellent. Um, I'm now expecting a lot to... of silence in this portion of the of the podcast, to be yeah. honest. So, <laughs> now which uh, which take are we listening to here? One, two, or three? One. How do you know? First one, because I because I know because <laughs> he knows. <laughs> it's your business to know things. There's, there, the, the, the reason that I love this. Um, the reason that we're covering this and not their South Park gig is because this is the gig that helped me through a very dark period of my life. Um, I just would watch this sometimes three times a day. Um, I thought you met Steve before this song came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then I, I really, I around this time, I realised what he was like. Um, the memories all started coming back. I would just, uh, some days I wouldn't leave my bed. And I would just be like, I'd have my laptop on my chest while I was lying down and just this gig would be on. And I'd just watch it on repeat. Um, That's a big part of why we're covering it. And so I also know that like the bootleg of this, because there's a bootleg of this that is not the official broadcast version, has all of the songs that they performed that night. Um, So I can tell from which version they're playing which take it is which is very uh, insane no they're not madly different but i can tell from just little details and stuff um they have all the extra ons martino back for pyramid song as well which is nice fantastic 
because obviously live good. obviously live they can't do the strings um and we will see in future commentary episodes when we cover future gigs they pretty much always play pyramid song and you'll hear what it sounds like without all of the additional musicians but well, i thought it'd be nice to hear uh hear all of the additional musicians wouldn't be a radiohead commentary if i didn't look up the reading set list <laughs> okay <laughs> oh, God. i oh surely they play pyramid song at reading maybe, well, maybe look it up i don't know because every guys... time we do one of these i'm then familiar with the new batch of songs so mm. i can then look and see what they played <laughs> it wouldn't be a commentary episode if i didn't look up the reading set list <laughs> They need to talk about how the main st- there's, there's two play. main stages now. They did not play. They it. didn't play Pyramid Song. That's probably a good not. shout at Reading, to be honest. It's the gig I, didn't I mean, go we're to. gonna we're gonna cover the we're gonna cover the it. Reading yeah, thing. Was. We're gonna do special, two commentaries for in Rainbows. Guess. Well, we're not gonna do two commentaries. Yeah, we oh, are. I thought we were gonna do two commentaries of that gig. <laughs> 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 yeah. One that's just us two, and one with talk, guests. Because we talked about two guests. Well, we've got and two guests, so we should do three, really. We should do, we should do one three. One. Yeah, one with just on, our, just on our own. One with our guest number one and one with guest number two. And then a fourth right. one with all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, four, commentary, four commentaries on the Reading and then uh, the... Five, five. One without yeah. Steve. Yeah, one without oh, yeah. Steve. Oh, yeah. Steve, have I mean, you, you, do that have anyway. you seen our sister podcast, by the way? The up. one that's well, no, the... exactly the same as what we do on this one, but without you. Yeah. Oh, oh, so when you finish, Steve there's four seasons of it, Steve. <laughs> Steve <laughs> when you finish, re- when you finish recording didn't... these. <laughs> that's insane. Ready? <laughs> right, on, he's going to start again, so get ready, Lucas. Are you ready? When you finish recording, <laughs> when you finish recording these uh, episodes, you do it again. Funny, funny, funny. I was going to say, funny. Steve didn't show up for the gig, so we're we when have finish to do an episode of the podcast with he's not there. That is a good Steve, shout. And oh, Steve, yeah. and Steve, and Steve has to right. go and get drunk and yeah. then go to bed. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then Steve should come on for the end of the episode, and we'll explain what the gig was like to him. Yeah. <laughs> But I'll come. I'll come back at four a.m. when I wake up confused. <laughs> Why am I in my tent? Uh, this is absolutely beautiful. Uh, Colin is playing the double bass, and it's finished. That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed at the beginning though he was he was just running his fingers up. Which, oh, I made that sound a bit sensual. Oh just yeah, running just making soft some fingers. kind of noise. Right? Them, yeah, yeah. So he was doing the bow, but not not a note. In later performances of this song, Johnny will start bowing his guitar uh, to make those sort of like similar noises. So I don't know what the um, the context of this is, but if you go on the first page of Setlist FM or you go on the artist page of Setlist FM, there's like popular artists. And that's obviously ones that people look at a lot, right? Uh, yeah. And then artists by Setlist. So it's who's got the most Setlists logged on Setlist FM. And, you know, it goes in descending order. There's top artists by concert goers. So I guess that's the most people that have clicked I was there. Yeah. On Setless FM. Right. Yeah. Weird list. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Who who's on it? Oh, they're playing Idiotech, by the way. Who who's mm. on it? Number one, by a fair margin, Metallica. Sure. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. <laughs> Iron Maiden. Okay. Muse. Right. 
Red Hot Chili Peppers, Pearl Jam, U2, Guns N' Roses. So obviously the people that like Setlist FM and are then willing to click I was there. I was are there. Are like, huge rock fans. They're right? like thirty-eight-year-old the yeah. to forty-five-year-old rock fans. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. fantastic, and I love them. I love them. Whereas, like the popular artists, none of those are in the popular artist list apart from Metallica. Those extra drums. I wasn't listening yeah. to you, Lucas. I'm so sorry. Those extra drums on Idiotech when it all kicks in, and they've changed the color grade as well to be a bit. It's just red, and the rest is black and white. Well, it's like red, like the dollar, the blood of the dollar. Oh yeah, well, it doesn't oh, really apply so to yeah, it doesn't really apply good. to this one. Maybe no, yeah, we on the next it, one yeah. we'll <laughs> circle around maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this sounds so cool. It sounds less uh, chaotic than it usually does as well. Well, how many times did they do it? Uh, once, yeah, because they only did the first eight songs twice, except Pyramid Song, which they did again at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. Um. So now we're into a succession of just live tracks. I only did this one once. What's the song called Johnny? again? Idiotech. Idiotech. That's it. Good Lord. <laughs> Idiotech. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Sorry. This is lo- a lot less chaotic than... Uh... I don't know if they were to release a live album. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh. And if we were to cover that... Oh, what's going on here? Some oh, business. Like, like the live album we covered next week. Yes. Yes. The album Johnny's we talked doing about some next stuff week. And business. Yeah, this this breakdown's a little bit different. And I like it very much. Because it'll all just well, kick um, back in. Oh, he's off. Colin's just given up completely, says Tom. Tom's just walking around. He's having a nice time. He's looking at the screens. Johnny's haircut oh. is insane. He hasn't changed. Yeah, I know. What well, he hasn't changed at all. He still looks like nineteen. Oh, Tom's, Tom's doing silly dance. It's not silly. Don't ask me why my mind went to this when Tom York was walking around on stage. Mm. But we all recently watched the uh, the Woodstock '99 documentary. We did, yeah. yeah. Mad. And you thought he looked um, like Fred Durst. There's thought- basically a whole podcast episode that is just hidden in the voice notes of our WhatsApp group chat. There really like, is. Of us just dissecting that, di- I mean, that documentary. If anyone wants to pay us like 30 quid, we, can <laughs> we could probably, uh, uh, probably release, release the tapes. Um, <laughs> Please don't. Uh, and in that, obviously Chili Peppers, me and Steve talked about this briefly at the weekend. Chili Peppers on stage, flee completely naked. Yeah. Right, and he's not just covered with the bass. He will happily flash the cock. Would that go down all right now? I think it would be fine. I think people expect that from a rock and roll performance. I think everything depends on the context in which it is presented. Right, so you think it would be fine? And yet, um, Jerry Sadowitz show can- Yeah, yeah. Show Jerry Sadowitz's show was allegedly- cancelled at the uh, Edinburgh Fringe, yeah. I don't think that was yeah. solely because he got his uh, penis out. Um, no, because they're everything in called... the right place, by the way. Oh, um, yeah. Good song. And... It was a popular show that was called Puppetry of the Penis. So, like, that's sure. not the reason. Yeah. But you go to that knowing you're going to see it, right? Whereas, well, this like, is, is the interesting the thing about Jerry Sadowitz, is that Jerry Sadowitz is known for being incredibly offensive and pushing the boundaries of what is in good taste to say. He says racist, homophobic, sexist things in his show. 
everybody there would have been if they bought tickets to it and they know who Joe Sadowitz is would have been prepared to be confronted with very difficult things and it's interesting and I don't, I'm not really going to make a stance on whether that's right or yeah, wrong I don't have a stance, but yeah. it, it was cancelled the second night of that show was cancelled in light of complaints uh, and I'm wondering specifically how... about him getting his todge out not no about the content. And, and also the homophobic and the racist and the sexist oh. stuff um, and it's it's interesting because that I don't like Jerry Sadowitz and I don't like him because that's what he does. But if I don't even like him and I know that's what he does, then surely a good portion of the audience knew that that's maybe what it's, he it, does. Maybe it's not that, that, maybe it's more that just the Edinburgh fringe doesn't want to be associated with it. It's not they're like, they're like if you want to do this and people want to buy is, tickets, yeah. people want to buy tickets to see Jim Davidson, they can buy tickets to see Jim Davidson. Please don't buy but, tickets to see Jim Davidson, guys. But, but the difference is they don't want to be the ones to, to you know, that's why a lot of fest, a lot of arenas, right, are not arenas, they're not playing arenas. A lot of small shit seaside town uh, Roy palladiums, palladiums, the, yeah, palladiums. Are, are, are now like <laughs> refusing to even put up those sorts of gigs aren't they yeah, they're actually like yeah, cancelling yeah. the likes of Roy Chubby around and uh, yeah it's what's it's most the amount of times our conversation managed to go <laughs> go to Roy Chubby Brown and Jim Davidson playing seaside palladium <laughs> venues. What's most interesting is that Jerry Sadowitz is an incredibly left-leaning liberal person, and a lot of the stuff that he does is like satirical. Um, you know, I yeah, it's 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 an interesting one, but I think like Flea getting his cock out. Is kind of expected at a Red Hot Chili Peppers gig? Maybe not. Mm. Maybe not now. Yes, I mean in twenty twenty two, how would that go down? Yeah, interesting. The but... the, re- uh, the the sort of side point to it was that I saw a TikTok recently about the Swedish pop art pop artist who we briefly talked about in this podcast, Tuve Lu, mm. who has made it like a thing at every one of her gigs that she'll flash the audience, and it's been like and that for years. Like, and that's yeah. just like, all right, crack on again. So, so I guess it's fine. Maybe, it's, maybe, maybe it'd be fine for Flea to go to a gig now and get his dong out. Maybe, maybe. Well, when we do what is music live? Yeah, are you gonna? We'll, get, we'll draw straws. We're gonna really push the boundaries of what's acceptable in the live arena well, when we, we tour. By the way, one of us will be getting the todge out. <laughs> yeah, well, one of us will be making we, really sexist, horrible. If we're talking about getting jokes. the todge out, I'm always gonna pull the short straw. Yeah, that's true. The shortest of straws, from what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can we just talk briefly before we go back to Todgers? Yeah, Um, Todgers. Phil has a a lemon shaker. Yeah, because he's sucking sucking on a lemon. lemon. Yeah, it's great. I I I meant to point that out. Thank you. Also, that's not actually a shaker. That's just a lemon. He picked just up a lemon bit backstage. Yeah, absolutely. Also, <laughs> is that he's, also got, he's committed. Look at, look at how big uh, Johnny's chaos pad is. It's so much like so bulky and all the bits and bobs all over it. Yeah, they have not yet been miniaturized down. into guitar form. Also, the the gentle theatricality of this moment, where you can still hear Tom singing, you can still hear Tom playing the organ, but he's walking out to the audience and kind of vibing with them as though to show them like. I, you're hearing things that I played like a few minutes ago and he's putting his hand up into the audience and giving people high fives. <laughs> it's a completely different Tom to the he one that so we saw. He like, and happy. Yeah, like imagine meeting people as easy, Tom, doing this. You just can't. He w- Meeting him wouldn't have been easy. Exactly. Meeting people is uneasy in the case of yeah. Tom York. Yeah. But I might be wrong. I mean, it's good. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking good. of banning that for the next episode, but I'll, I'll have a yeah. think about it. I'll have a think All about right, it. Okay. All right. Just, did, did, was that, that your the sound of you popping a Sorry, bottle of yeah. legends? No, I just uh, a little bit moonshine. <laughs> 
Cornish that, moonshine. What the fuck is moonshine? So moonshine is typically like homemade. I, I know, alcohol. like yeah, like typically it's like made in Mississippi in some like farm. Yeah. By a guy called Cletus. This like, is in the just con- a... Um, in the context of you drinking a moonshine that you bought in Cornwall, what actually yeah. is that? It's just a sticky toffee premium liquor. That's right, all it is. Yeah. And I'm going to cut percent- it with lemonade like a legend. What percent are we talking? 30. So not even Fair. the full... Not even the full whack. I was going to say, isn't moonshine like, like ridiculously it's strong like 90. As well? yeah, 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 yeah. Look at Ed playing with his little pedals. What's the I'm strongest to- alcohol content drink you've ever had? Absinthe, probably. Yeah, I think I had an absinthe one that was like 70, maybe 68 or something. I think mine was like 80. I did it in Paris. It was, uh, yeah, it was a good night. It was a good night. I remember getting a uh, a crepe at 4am from a street vendor. You fucking uh, madman, you're so I know, male. I know, right? I'm I going know. to a uh, a Bulgarian wedding in Bulgaria uh, in September. And um, they, traditionally, they will make their own alcohol. Uh, I've forgotten the name of it, so apologies. Um, Beer. But that's going to be on all the tables. And, <laughs> it's, and I think they drink it for every toast and every occasion. And like, and I've heard oh. that, that, that the wedding will tend to go on for three days and they don't stop eating and drinking. And I'm a bit scared. Drunk Steve's going to come out half an hour in. It's also a free bar. Yeah. Oh, half an no. Hour. Oh, God. Steve's yeah. going to have a rip in his, his suit. He's going to be Steve, bleeding mate, all over on, himself. Honestly, take it easy, Steve. Honestly, I take will try. it easy. But what if I bloody didn't? Hey, everything in its mm-hmm. right place sounded great. Um, I really enjoyed the have, end have we Have we talked enough about the gig? Do you think people will like this episode? Who fucking I cares? saw someone complaining that they don't like it when we don't talk about the show or the, or the commentary episodes. Oh, well, you know. They've got this far. What The thing is, here's the here's counterpoint. What else are you going to listen to? There's no other podcast. There's no other podcast no, at all. We're the podcast. We are the podcast. Should yeah. we change our name to just the podcast? The podcast, yeah. yeah. Well, they, well, obviously, mm. they named podcasts after mm. after us. Yes. yes. After we released something called a podcast. Absolutely. Mm. Isn't it mental that the thing that they named the podcast after is doesn't exist anymore? I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Steve looks confused, but it's the iPod. Oh, I was trying to work out which song it was. What are you guys talking about? It's either oh, motion it's... picture soundtrack or it's the other one. Exit music for a film. Yeah, I knew it was one of the film ones. So th- this is motion picture soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From the album. The film ones. Okay, computer. Okay, great. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yep. Of course you are. Because this it's is Kid A Amnesiac okay. in Paris. <laughs> so... Yeah, but they might have played some songs off Well, of they, they didn't. Anyway. <laughs> so is... is, is... X music for film on Nokia computer. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, there's an easy mistake to make. It's They're an easy mistake. It's song. an easy mistake to make. Basically, the same song. I mean, this is like how we all went silent for that. Yeah, yeah, we all paused <laughs> for the, the drop. silent bit. It's yeah, the this, drop. this is as close as ready to get to a drop on Kid A. <laughs> how are they doing the little chimes? It's it's, it's playback, Steve. <laughs> I thought you said they stopped no, doing playback. No, come on now, please, guys. Come on now. Hey, come you on, guys. Promised. <laughs> on, you promised. You said on nah, an earlier commentary you, they'll never do playback again come on, after guys. this. Just one more. Just one little <laughs> sneaky one. Just have you been proven to have been... What is that monstrous Tom face on the screen? 
just Tom's face. <laughs> oh, no, no. There was like a 3D animation going on. Yes, there was. I don't think that's Tom's face. I think that's Tony Blair's face. I think um, it's Tom Yorke. Oh. I'm, I'm going to... I'll send you... I'll, I'll show you a picture after this. But, uh, yeah, they have images of, like, the snowy fields of England. Colin is bowing the uh, the double bass Seven there. Tom's playing the organ. But, yeah, li- like the Kid A commentary we did a few weeks ago, it is, unfortunately, playback. But from an actual tape machine, like a real-to-real tape machine. That doesn't make it any more less playback. <laughs> no, but it any does make less. it slightly weirder. Like, it's, it's rather than a digital I feel like thing. it just means you're giving yourself more work to have the same effect. Which yeah, is absolutely. With the Radiohead story. Yeah. yeah. Giving yourself more work to have the same effect. Um, That is kind it's... of the end of the gig. Uh, except they do this, which actually wasn't broadcast, but we have it on the end of this video. Um, it's kind of cool. Uh, it is a cover um, of Cinnamon Girl by Neil Young. Uh, well, Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Um, crazy? Just kind crazy of crazy horse. horse. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of just another, like... Uh, another little bit of evidence that they're they're having more fun around this time, as well as as well as Tom York and I nearly said Tom Cruise, as well as Tom York going around high fiving people at the end of uh, everything that's right place. They're just doing fun covers that they like to do, and it's cool. He's just a smiley happy guy. They're just smiley happy people. Hmm. Wait this is the minute. most like rock thing they've done in a little while i know yeah. it's not their song but yeah but they've the bends it haven't they kind of except this is kind of what the actual song sounds like um oh, really? I, I remember um i remember colin talking about how like it was just great to get back to playing normal songs that's not what he said but like just just the idea of like just playing some chords and going from a major chord to a minor chord still being as impactful as whatever electronic nonsense they could come up with was really powerful and really cool to them in this moment where they'd spent years perfecting this kind of cold electronic thing to get back to playing like distorted guitars and playing chords was really cool to them um, they must have uh, jammed just on any old nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. But I also think that them going like, oh, it's cool to get back to playing distorted chords does kind of foreshadow what they're going to do with Herald of the Thief. Right. Because it's a metal album. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's as metal as Radiohead get. <laughs> um, I'd love to just take Johnny Greenwood's phone out of his hands, go to his Spotify and look at his like jump back in, recently listened to, all that sort of stuff. Because it would all I'd be like, I'd what is all this? I've never heard of a single one. I bet it's all really seven minute field. long song of a guy again. <laughs> so from two thousand and seven onwards, the members of Radiohead started sporadically publishing playlists of things that they were listening to, things that they were digging on at the time, things that they wanted people to go out and listen to. Um so I'll send you some of those because Johnny Greenwood did a few. Uh, I think I think what you'll find is there's a surprising amount of reggae. <laughs> um, Wasn't he, expecting that. Well, he he did a whole compilation for Trojan Records called Johnny Greenwood is the Controller, um, where he just picked his favourite 
reggae records from Trojan Records. And, we all know uh, that Ringo Starr is the controller. Fuddly dump, guys. There was a fuddly dump. <laughs> fuddly dump ending on Cinnamon yeah. Girl by New Young Crazy Horse, and then we're directly into credits. Um, oh, and the credits are on the stage. Like, they weren't, though. <laughs> no, they are, though. They're on the stage. No, they are. Look, they, they, they were real. Um, that's not a backing track. That's they actually not did playback. that live. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> someone's pulling a thing and it's on a, it's a rotundary. Uh, Bryce Edge and Chris Hufford there, uh, the managers of Radiohead, um, who have been with them since the Honor Friday days. Crazy. Um, what do you think? Crazy, what do you think of that? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy girl. Crazy uh, girl. Uh, do you think that will be dated by yeah, the time good. this comes out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It probably, probably. I think it already is. Yeah, uh, that was a great gig. I was surprised how upbeat it was, considering. Right, all of the Kid Amnesiac stuff has some of the sadness taken out of it when you inject inject that like live sort of feeling to it. Right. Also, the energy enjoy, was just nice. Also, enjoy Happy Tom. Yeah, Happy exactly. Tom. We like to Happy see Tom's our boy. Nice. We like to see our boy smiling. Um, oh boy. So we. So we now all... we're gonna move on to the. The second commentary we're going to do on this episode, right? What's it for? It's just the next gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, I, we're going to do all little... of the Amnesiac tour. Yeah, yes. this is the Radiohead Public Library episode. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go through everything they've uploaded. Um, before we leave, what was it all music that we that we talked about today? Upbeat, sad music. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't all music, music, no. Oh, go on. Expand no. on that. Well, we, there was a visual element. Is there's a, visual a visual, element, there's a whole visual element there. Our videos, music, videos are music. Oh, aren't they? Well, he played the TV, so fuck. Oh fuck! Absolutely <laughs> one nils. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of another episode. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Our next episode is out next Monday, and we're going to look. Uh, I don't know if you'll have picked up from the context clues of this episode. We're going to look at their live album. I might be wrong. Live recordings, uh, but before you. Join us for that episode. Come and let us know what you think of their performance on this show, on Canal Plus. Um, what you think about what we talked about, which admittedly was not their performance on the television channel, Canal Plus. Um, come and talk to us. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at What Is Music Pod, TikTok at What Is Music. And if you want to send in something a little bit longer, we can read it out on the show. Email us, What Is Music Pod. At gmail.com we also have a couple of ways you can support us other than listening if you'd like to one is to buy our merchandise if you go to whatismusicpod.redbubble.com you'll find some stupid designs and one john major one and if you don't fancy our merchandise you could just chuck us a few quid if you'd like to by going to coffee.com which is ko-fi.com slash whatismusic all donations are really honestly very gratefully received and go towards our running costs but that about does it thank you again for listening but before you go please don't leave me high. Don't leave me. Bye. Bye. We Probably actually nailed that one. That's the most yeah. successful one. So yeah, we yeah. should nail Why it every that one, episode from, mm. from now on. Yeah.